Staying with Europe for our GeoQuiz now, we're looking for an old European city on the Elbe River. this time before we give you the answer. The city is in what used to be communist East Germany. It was once a medieval power and a few years back it celebrated its 1200th birthday. Today it's the capital of the German state of Saxony-Anhalt. This week it's hosting a new training program for art professionals. They're learning to be detectives so they can help recover art that was looted by the Nazis during World War II. Sorry, we're going straight to the answer here now. It is the German city of Magdeburg. Wesley Fisher is there. He's research director for the Conference on Jewish Claims Against Germany. He says there's still a vast amount of art that's missing that was stolen by the Nazis, but he says this training will help. This is the first international training program in how to do provenance research and how to do the history of the ownership of an art object here in Magdeburg, Germany. And there's a need for training of people in provenance research on art and libraries, archives, Judaica and the like. But the search has been on for decades now for much of this looted artwork. You say this is the first training session in provenance research. Why is it happening now? There is no training in provenance research in art history departments. You you cannot be trained in this professionally in the United States, for example. The other thing is that as generations are passing, a lot of this artwork, which is kept in private homes and private hands, uh, is beginning to reach the art market as people pass away and things come to auction and the like. Much of this remains in Eastern Europe and the former Soviet Union, where its fate was unknown and hidden until the end of communism in the early 90s. Okay, I mean, it is pretty amazing that, that the provenance research is only really getting started right now. What are these people who are there, the art dealers, the museum workers, what are they learning? Well, the training ranges from very specific things such as What is the first thing you do when faced with a painting, when you see a painting? Do you know the answer to that? Uh, What do you do? You look to see who the painter was. No, you turn it over and you look at the back of the painting because all the various numbers, all the various signage that was used as to what happened to the painting is generally on the back, including numbers that the Nazis used, but also including if the uh, painting was in a variety of of, uh, exhibitions and the like. But, that's but, but even specific. if it was stolen, I mean, you'd have that kind of a legacy of provenance written on the back? Oh, yes. The largest of the Nazi looting agencies, the Einsatzstab Reichsleiter Rosenberg, the, or otherwise known as the ERR, uh, which stole millions of items and, you know, the thousands of artworks, they had a numbering system and they would put it on the back. You can see a good many of these numbers uh, in the archival matters. Uh, We only recently, we premiered a a, a database of what was taken in Paris, which identifies all these things by the numbers. What else are they learning there? Well, one of the biggest issues is what kinds of archival information is there? What kinds of databases are out there that can help show what happened to a given artwork. One of the things that's major in recent years is, because of the Internet, the development of such things as the scanned records of auction houses or the scanned Nazi records themselves, the original records of looting, but also, of course, the issue that um, it only now can you search for where a painting may be. It's not just paintings. Uh, where a painting may be and find it 
more easily on the internet because there's so much information on the internet. Uh, so you have so, technical tools that are that are an advent this time around. Yes, but something that was very interesting was there was a visit to the local archive of Saxony-Anhalt, the uh, state of Germany where this is taking place. And for the first time, people realized, including me, that there were, after World War II, claims for art made by Jews in East Germany. That is to say, people were making claims to the German Democratic Republic, and those claims have never been really looked at. Most of those things may have been taken by the Soviets and taken back to Moscow. They may have gone onto the art market and gone elsewhere, but no one's really looked at those claims. Why, why uh, is this so important to you, Wesley? Well, I have to tell you that the press tends to concentrate on the high end of the art market, on the multi-million dollar paintings and the like. But this involves also a tremendous number of things that were of great importance to families and to communities. It includes items that may not be worth much in terms of dollars, but which are in fact important either because they have religious significance or family significance and the like. And this is something which we've always been interested in, but this is something which we haven't been able to pay so much attention to until recently. Wesley Fisher, we appreciate your time and good luck. Thank you. Wesley Fisher is research director for the New York-based Conference on Jewish Claims Against Germany. He spoke to us from Magdeburg, Germany, which is the answer to today's GeoQuiz.